Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Okay, you are there. We'll we'll have Keisha chime in in a minute, and I'm going to officially go live on YouTube. All right, Trish? Sounds like a plan. Okay, hold on one second. Okay, hey you guys, welcome, welcome. I see a couple folks already chiming in. Hey Trish, 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 how are you? How was your week? Everything was great. I cannot believe the week I had. Work was just flowing like uh, it, it was just everything seems to be going fairly well. So how about you? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good, to say the least. Um, pretty quiet. Not a lot of drama this week, except on the soaps. Exactly. And isn't that just fantastic? Because, you know, in our own lives, we just want things to run so smoothly, but we like to watch chaos, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) Girl, you crazy. (laughs) You know it. Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's go ahead and get this this show started. Welcome back, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Trish, Keisha, and I, um, we recap both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful. And we are recapping the week of January 23rd through January 27th. And normally what we do, if you are new here, we usually do the recap of the Young and Restless first, the Bold and the Beautiful second. And then we have two segments at the end where we either flip the script and we also tell who's going to take a seat this week. And I kind of gave you a preview of who's taking seats, right? <laughs> you did. You did. And I actually, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not happy with some folks this week. Yep. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go ahead and read the um, summary and then we can break down the storylines. <clears throat> Let me see. Okay. Hold on one second. All right, so for the young and the restless, Devon threatened to take Jill. Hold on, my system's moving slow. Okay, here we go. I'm sorry. For the week of January 23rd, Kyle revealed that he asked Victor to give him some textile factories in exchange for ousting Adam. Devon threatened to take Jill and Lily to court. Victor sabotaged Sally meeting with Jill. Finn returned to town with his boyfriend, Trey, to attend a ceremony honoring Lauren. All right. So where do you want to start? Well, let's start with Lauren and her anniversary. Happy anniversary. What an amazing career track. 40 years. I know Tracy Bregman has been on for 40 years through everything, even including dealing with Sheila Carter. 
Absolutely. And you know, in this world, working in the same position for 40 years is almost unheard of unless it's like a family business and you're the, you know, the family. it's amazing. Hi, Keisha. Hello. Hello. Hey, how yeah. you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We just started. She's breaking down the first storyline with, uh, Tracy and her 40 year anniversary. Oh, okay. Surprisingly, I, have I watched it. Her. What'd you say? Who? You. Oh, I was saying, surprisingly, I actually like that episode, and I normally don't like those kinds. I know. I was thinking about you, too. I was <laughs> like, uh, I wonder if she actually watching that, because you don't like those old kind of recaps or something. Yeah, I don't. I think they're boring. But I saw so I was in my kitchen cooking um, while it was on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of let it play. And I'm like, well, this actually wasn't that bad. Maybe I should give these a chance more often. <laughs> <laughs> you know, doesn't it depend on the character, though? I, th- I think it does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends on the character, I would think. You know what I mean? So, um, and- I did. unfortunately, I did not watch it. Okay, okay. I well- actually... I actually watched her candid interviews where she was actually sitting in front of the camera, Tracy Bregman herself talking about her experiences and everything. I enjoyed that actually. Oh yeah, definitely. And did you see where I think it was on the talk where they gave her the, uh, an Emmy to replace the one she lost in the fire. That was so just really heartfelt. I was really moved by that yeah that was pretty cool that yeah that was pretty cool you know i mean especially when you lose something and that's of course that's valuable she earned that achievement and then they were able to replace it she did she did and i um this was about well i guess it was maybe I don't know how long after the fire was. I can't remember, y'all. I'm sorry. My memory's not what it used to be. But I I do recall that she lost her father's albums. And someone bought copies of those albums and gave them to her. Oh, Keisha. Uh, we lost Keisha. Yeah, she'll probably pop back in. Okay. But I just thought that was so heartfelt and so thoughtful that people are so caring. It restores my faith in humanity when people go out of their way to be kind and and help someone who really has lost all of their treasures. I mean, that fire just really, um, truly gutted everything from her past. And, and that drama is just, the real life drama is just so hard to to believe how how bad it was um to lose everything that was mm-hmm. precious to you in that home and and also i don't know if you recall but her home burned her neighbor's home was almost untouched wow really, that's crazy isn't it crazy how that fire was but anyhow i just i love tracy bregman i think she's an amazing actress i had forgotten some of the petty betty stuff that she did mm-hmm. boy was she petty when her character oh my gosh it was great yeah. <laughs> i do remember her being a mean girl she was a mean girl yes what was it a heather she's a heather <laughs> mm-hmm. um trish they're saying on the youtube uh, live that they can't hear us 
or yeah, not true. I, so I actually uh, ended it teaching. on that side. I'm just going to um, do the pre-recorded, upload it as a video, because for whatever reason, my platform, which I'm not happy about, which I have to pay for in order to stream. Oh no! I'm gonna have mm. to deal with them myself because I, this is like happening too much lately. So sure, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to involve other people to enjoy the content, but then if their platform is not performing correctly, I mean, it's a disservice. So I might have to look into other options. You okay. want to tell them in here that it's not working? Well, I already ended the chat, so you can leave a message in the comment section. Okay. I mean, I ended the live. So you can leave a message in the comment section about that and just tell them to stay tuned for the actual uploaded pre-recorded recap. Thanks, okay. uh, Keisha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because this is ridiculous. I mean, I shouldn't be having these problems. <laughs> no, and I, this is drama. <laughs> I know, and these people are looking forward to this every morning, and I we get a big group over here chatting in a way, and they can't hear us. Oh, oh, and I, I mean, I could see if it's a signal issue, but my signals are fine. So I don't I think it's the platform. So I'm going to have to deal with them on maybe probably choose another option. OK, well, I'm sorry that's happening. Yeah. Tell me about it. I'm wondering, I mean, you could go live directly through YouTube, but you don't have the same controls and other things that I could do with it. That's the difference. So, oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, we didn't get off track, but thanks, Trish. I mean, uh, Keisha. No for, problem. For putting that out there. Um, okay. So y'all ready to get into the meat of it? Yeah. Cause that was a pretty good tribute. I would say. It was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. She deserved it. She's amazing. Congratulations, Tracy. We love you. Yeah. 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 I think, because remember they gave um, Kimberly Brown the 35th and they put it on Halloween. I don't think it was as good as what they did for Tracy. You don't think so? I actually liked, um, I liked Sheila's too, or Kimberly Brown. I think maybe, maybe it's because she got a whole hour episode, whereas I think... Kimberly Brown, because it's on the bold and the beautiful, she only got 18 minutes and then the commercials. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I thought it was fitting that they did it um, during Halloween, though. Like that fits Yeah, it matched her, right, her character. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Trish, you're hilarious. <laughs> All right. Okay, so who y'all want to move to next? Keisha, you pick. Oh, um, 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 how about Nate? Nate, Audra, and oh. that little situation mm -mm. with Daniel, I guess. Mm -hmm. I think Phyllis should have mind her own business. Oh, she absolutely should have. She, uh, y'all, I'm yelling at her. I didn't really, but like in my head, I'm yelling at her. Don't, don't shut, no, don't shut your mouth. Shut yeah. your mouth. You're yep. not a partner you're not an investor you're not the developer you're not the originator this is not yours you're there to help yeah you're mm -hmm. there to do what he wants you to do oh y'all mm. and you know i love phyllis oh my mm -hmm. gosh she is really yeah the thing is because i saw monday's episode she's crying to lauren and michael about what am i doing wrong i keep irritating my kids that's because you be doing too much right 
Right. Don't mind your business like they tell you to do. You yes, always your trap shut. She always tries to get in the middle of things, always, you know, and then she uses the I'm gonna protect my children, I'm always gonna look out for my kids excuse as to why she does what she does. Yep. And then wants to look pitiful when they get mad at her about it. And it's like they've told you not to do what you just did and you did it anyway. And then you try to it's like it's almost like she tries to gaslight them into making them feel bad for hurting her feelings because yep. she did something that they had already asked her not to do. I, I agree completely. I've been saying <laughs> that since last year. You have. No. <laughs> I didn't want to I don't want to listen sometimes. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I've been notoriously gaslighting her kids. Yeah. She'll do things and then when they try to set boundaries with Phyllis and then Phyllis make them feel bad for setting yeah. the boundaries. Yes. Just like she did the same, has been doing the same thing with Summer when it comes to Diane and now she's mm -hmm. doing it with Daniel and this platform. Yeah. 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 And so now crazy. Daniel is at the point where he's having second thoughts about, you know, having her work for him. Right. Well, it's like third thoughts at this point because he already told her once and twice and this is the third time I'm thinking man three strikes you're out in the real world holy cow one actually yeah you know I mean for her to actually go meet with Newman I was actually oh. shocked that much as Phyllis don't like the Newmans well, and going to meet with the two people who did what they did Nate mm -hmm. doing that to his family and then Audra doing that with with um, Jill, okay. I mean, I, you're basically going over there and and blah 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 blah. You know, confidential information. Hey, they didn't sign any kind of um, you know, confidentiality form or that kind of thing. And she just started talking. Right. Lily was like, um, he's in a contract. When that whole conversation happened with Tucker. Oh, I, she yeah. had a right to be. She had a right to be uh, to butt into that. That was yeah. Wow. The interesting thing, though, is that it's just so unstable over at Chancellor Winters. I I can't fault Daniel for nope. kind of being worried. Yeah, he absolutely has a right to be worried. It's just not Phyllis's place. Oh, exactly. Try to shop his platform around like she was trying to do. Absolutely, um, I agree with that. I do too. Out or two. Yeah. And you know, when you look at um, I mean, okay, y'all, when Audra left and left all blah 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 blah, and then she comes back and it's like la da 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 because she just had a little. Um, it I was like, are okay, are they gonna is this where Nate's gonna kiss her? Cause she was just rolling around with Tucker. <laughs> I hope I mean well, actually, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, Nate is supposed to be kissing Victoria next week. <gasps> Uh-uh. Both um, of y'all gasped. Did both of you guys gasp? No, because I've been saying from the, the moment that Victoria started working with him and yes. brought him over to Newman, I knew that, I, well, my prediction was that they were going to have the two of them, it some was. little entanglement going on there. I remember that. Yeah, I was, I gasped only because she knows better. I mean, come on, Victoria, that's gross. You don't do that. That was done to you. You don't do that. I mean, ew. Yeah, I'm trying to see what day that is on because it came out. Yeah, what's the day? Saturday. It came out yesterday that that's what's going down next week. Dang. Yeah, but um, 
Elena. Elena, at first she was suspicious of Victoria. Now she's suspicious of Audra. She yeah. should have kept her suspicions on Victoria. Right. <laughs> because that's the thing. Victoria is the one that is going to initiate the kiss, but Nate is not going to stop her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I, one thing I'm, I'll say about Elena was she was out of line when she walked into Nate's office and Audra was in there. Mm-hmm. He said what she said. I get her concerns. However, that wasn't your place to go into his place of business, into his job and start pointing fingers and then being accusatory and all that kind of stuff. Like that was to me, that was out of line. She shouldn't have done yeah. that. She yeah. should have, she could have pulled Nate to the side and asked him what was going on. Exactly. Doing that in front of his employee. Yeah, what do you think about that, uh, Trish? You know, Elena, I think, is um, always going to be on edge because of how they got together. Uh, yeah. How yeah. Start, listen, you know what they say. If it no. starts on BS, it usually ends on BS. Yep. You bet. You bet. And, I mean, I'm, I'm so... Um, I guess I'm a little disappointed that Nate's character has taken this turn because he used to have values before that um, cheating with, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, involving um, Elena and Devon. Mm -hmm. Uh, When he did that, it was like, wow, what, why are they doing this to Nate? I mean, he was a good guy and now he's, he's a, um, what's the word y'all? He's a, He's playing. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I'm not he, happy with him. I'm not either. And he it clearly it doesn't sound like he's learned anything from yeah. the situation with um with his family because he's sitting over there still trying to plot, talking about I wish you still I wish you hadn't burned your bridges with them so we could get a little insider mm-hmm. information. Yeah. And I'm like Sneak. against your family. So yeah. you aren't sorry about anything that you did. Not sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> uh, no, jealous. I think there's jealousy there. There's, um, he absolutely cannot stand the fact that he worked at, you know, reporting to them instead of on the same level. He was not on the same level as Devon and Lily. And he's still upset that his ideas were not taken seriously. And mm-hmm. he's going to, um, I think he's going to do everything he can to undermine them in every way possible in his position now at Newman. He's definitely going to go after them. And I really am disappointed in that. Yeah, well, you're going to be even more disappointed because the conversation that he has with Audra on Monday, Mm. where he's talking about how he enjoys the feel and the glut, and I can understand what Victor Newman feels when he does. I'm like, wow. Oh, boy. Uh Uh-uh. They're wow. about to create a monster with Nate, it sounds like. Yeah, they changing the yeah. character. Yeah. And then that's a that's a um that's a base personality characteristic change. I mean, it's harsh to watch someone go from being a caring, um, you know, giving doctor who loves saving people's lives, and now after the fight with Devon, due to the affair with Elena where he got punched and his hand got messed up. Yeah. I think that is where everything changed him. And he is just a different person now. And yeah, right. it's not good. 
I, I will say, however, because before we used to hear a lot of Nate is boring, Nate is boring, like, storyline. The I, I guess the silver lining to this is changing his character has now kind of made him a little more interesting and he's got more storylines that that they can throw at that character now because as much as Nate getting on my nerves now mm-hmm. the, the storylines that they've attached to him have been pretty good very good insane. yeah but I just I mean I wish they gave him something interesting that didn't make him look polar opposite to what they created that will be like turning Finn into one of Sheila's sidekicks yeah. Yeah, that's true. I will say this though. It's nice to see Nate because man, he's beautiful. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's my thing. If it keeps him on the show, then we're good. I'll take it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, what a flawless, flawless face. I mean, just absolute perfection. Yeah. Yep. I, they did the same thing to the summer character because Hunter, yeah. uh, Hunter King was not always the bratty you know, me, me, me character that yeah. she played um, when she was on the show. She was before that, before she took that long break. Yep. She was a little sweet, innocent yep. summer and Mariah was the bully. Exactly. In that relationship. And then when she came back, it all switched and they just completely reversed her character where she was just super bratty, schemer, you know, did what she did with to, to Phyllis when she slept with Billy. Like that all was disgusting. It. I mean, yeah. That was disgusting. I was so disappointed they did that with the character. And I do believe Hunter King did a fantastic job playing the character then. Um, But I didn't understand why she came back that way. But that may, her shift in personality may have begun when Abby slept with her husband. Yeah, because then she she left the show shortly after that happened, right? Yes, I believe that drama happened. I believe so. So I blame that for summer shift in her in her personality. I mean, can you imagine your aunt sleeping with your husband, and then can you imagine your daughter sleeping with your live-in boyfriend? I mean, these storylines are wow. I (laughs) I guess just just like your mother sleeping with your husband. Yeah. Yes. Brooke and Bridget. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. This all of this is so um unbelievable because in real life, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that people would survive that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, but I don't yeah, absolutely not. Nope, nope, nope. So oh yeah, so Finn came back with a boyfriend. Yeah. I didn't realize he was... Did we know that he was gay before? No, because when he was on the show, he was interested in Devon's little sister. But remember, his relationships with women were never, ever stable. They never, ever lasted. There was always a disconnect. If you remember, anytime he was with someone, it was always awkward. Didn't he try to go for summer, too? He, he tried to go for everybody, but it never, ever worked. And he was always um, clumsy, I guess is the word, uh, with women. And I think when he came back with the boyfriend, quite frankly, I know someone who's been through that, where they, you know, were, they were living their life 
and they were doing exactly what they, and this is what was told to me by this person in real mm -hmm. life. They were living their life, how society thought they should live their life mm -hmm. at that time in the, in like the late eighties, early nineties. Mm -hmm. And, um, he was very, very unhappy. And finally he met someone and they got together and he came out and we were all so happy for him because then he was actually living his authentic life and being him. And so when I saw that, I thought, wow, man, I remember when, you know, my friend, this happened to my friend at the end of college. Mm -hmm. And this is the exact same thing that happened. He went away and he came back and he's like, this is my boyfriend. And all of us in our friend group were like, oh my goodness, we're, you know, we're so happy for you. You're happy. Yeah. Y'all, they're still together. I'm oh, old. Wow. I'm 56. That was 30 <laughs> years ago. That's awesome. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I love that. I, I was, I, I just couldn't remember if maybe I was having a, a memory lapse and it was like a dress before his character. Mm -hmm. Um exited the show or if it was just something that they just kind of worked into this this episode so is he like his are we going to see them again or was that it he just came to celebrate her getting that okay. award for all right so here's a fun fact about that okay and it's interesting because zach tinker who plays fan and mm -hmm. kate fairbanks who plays um mariah's girlfriend what's her <laughs> name tessa huh? Tessa, they date in real life. Oh, really? Oh, so, yeah. And and so the interesting thing about that is that you know Tessa is playing you know the couple that she's in, and now Zach is playing who is Finn is playing the couple that he's in. Interesting. Cool. I did not know that. That is a fun fact. And oh my gosh, they're both beautiful people. Yeah, he is adorable. I I feel like maybe this maybe he's not like back back on the show i think he was probably just back for that uh, for the anniversary anniversary episode which kind of that's that kind of stinks i would like to see him back on the show i would too i, I like finn yep 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 so i and i'm because i was listening to you talk trish mm -hmm. and so i i was quite i'm like wait a minute them two is something and I forgot that those two were you know they were dating so I didn't even know I had to double check my facts but yeah yeah I didn't know that either uh -huh. okay so my biggest the two stories that irritated me the most this week uh-huh was the Jill Lily and Devon storyline uh -huh. and the storyline of Kyle and Victor uh-huh mm -hmm. oh mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which one you guys want to hit first? The we we'll do Lily Devine first. Okay. Here's my thing with that. My issue is you want this man who built a company with his father. Mm -hmm. You want to keep his company, oust him, and make him start over from scratch. Mm -hmm. Even though he said he will pay for the company, buy you out, plus give you money above and beyond to cover the damages of the several, I mean, of the severance of their alliance. And it's still not good enough for Lily and Jill. Well, I mean, the, I make don't, that make sense. It, exactly. And y'all know 
from all of our life experiences, you know, watching the news, working in the things that we work in, going public opens your company up to exceptionally difficult scrutiny. The reporting that you have to do to all of the um, government, you know, the SEC and all that, um, and the filings and the public access to everything that you're doing and the board of directors that's going to say no to your favorite best ideas. Um, you know, I don't blame Devon. I look at that as don't go public. Remember what happened to Jabot? I mean, and Jill was there. She, she knew what happened and she watched it happen. And for her and Lily, after the two people inside were found, do you really think those were the only two threats? And now the public knows. Everybody knows because nobody's going to keep their mouth shut. And now, she, I don't know, Nate and she are working together in another company that's just like yours. Uh, that, you know, that business unit, it's just like your business unit. I don't like this. And Devon and Neil built something and they literally want him to not have that and go start over. The whole thing was keeping the family build and the, the history and the legacy. Yeah. What do you think, Trey? I mean, Keisha. Um, my opinion is still the same as it was last week. I, <laughs> I'm on Devon's side. <laughs> and I think Lily is being, I think Lily and Joe are both still being unreasonable. Selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just, I, and again, like I said last week, it just it blows my mind that Lily is more willing to side with a company that she only works for. She doesn't have any ownership in it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not side with her brother who yep. owns his company and who built the company with his father. So I don't I don't know. Nothing nothing changed for me this week in my opinion of that that whole storyline. So I'm excited to see what happens um, when he takes them to court. Me too. And I will say too, one additional thing is that, you know, you, I don't know why they're making such a big deal about keeping that one business unit. Chancellor industries is a behemoth mammoth group of companies. It is, I mean, what Catherine built, according to what we knew, what we were told, they have holdings in every industry and she was a billionaire. And so I don't understand how they can say that that one business unit going away is going to damage. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't make any sense. It's just sounding like they're just throwing out some stuff to make him feel bad. Right. And keep him from doing what he's doing. But see, my thing is with uh, this whole situation is Abby is also being unreasonable, too, because my she's sitting up there. Oh, why don't you just let it go? And, you know, you don't want to damage the relationship with your family. Uh, Mm. Excuse me, but the Newmans have been trampling over you for the longest. Right. Right. And then. You want to talk about damaging families, hence sleeping with Devon, damaged yep. your family. So she can miss me with that one. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the the blame with her sleeping with Devon, I do still chance bear some of that blame as well because he's he's been absent 
So yeah, but she had a choice not to. She did. She absolutely, she did. That ki- the first kiss, she should have backed up and said, mm, "This isn't right. I can't do this. I'm uh-huh. in a relationship with an actual vow that I took. This cannot happen. I have to go." Because the crazy thing about that is that they automatically assumed that Chance was the one that cheated when yep. she was the one that did. And the thing is, you having problems with Chance, you should have just severed the relationship yep. and then decide to move, pursue Devon. Exactly. And you know, she has a history of sleeping with other people. <laughs> so <laughs> her sitting back giving that whole lecture about Devon, you know, you need to think about family first, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you should just let it go. And, yeah. you know, you could always start over. Okay, uh, Abby, you Please. should know better than what you're dealing with the Newmans. Come on. Please. Yeah. I mean, she certainly wasn't thinking those thoughts when she was sleeping with Summer's husband. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, who does that? I have so many nieces and nephews. And because I'm the youngest of 10, one of my nieces is five years younger than me. And um, she went to the same school system I did. And so Mm -hmm. when I graduated, she was in um, eighth grade. So then the next year she went into ninth grade. Mm -hmm. Well, I knew a guy when I was in school who was a year younger than me. And he was a great guy, fun, funny. Everybody likes him or liked him back in school. Well, she wound up dating him and marrying him. Well, I, looking at that show, I think... Well, you know, Sandy Mary Brad, I would have never even the thought would have never crossed my mind. I would have uh, who thinks that like who looks at their niece's husband and thinks, mm, man, that, that looks good. I think I'm going to go over there. I That's just I can't. <laughs> what you say? I, I, I just I can't. I just can't. I just can't. It, my brain doesn't compute that. <laughs> But I, I, you know, I love the drama. So I watch it with my mouth agape going, no, stop. (laughs) Yeah. So I just think Lily is just being so selfish. I mean, she's about, it seemed like she just want to win. Yep. And the thing is, she's not looking at this whole thing sensibly. Why would you make your brother start all over again and you get to keep the company? Now, granted, as much as Devon should have spoke up in the beginning, which we've always been talking about, Amanda was the one that actually talked him into this. And so, you know, putting all this out there, well, this could be good and this could be great. The thing is, at the end of the day, no matter what Amanda said, Lily said, anybody else, Devon also should have been like, you know what? My gut is telling me, no, I'm Mm -hmm. just going to stay with no. And he should have kept his autonomy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, all right. What about Kyle, Victor, Mm-mm. Adam? Leave <laughs> Adam alone for a change. That man, he can't go anywhere without people being suspicious, um, hating on him. And I know he's done a lot of bad stuff. I'm not excusing him for that. Um, but, you know, he gave a body part to his niece. Like this guy literally laid on a table, went under and let doctors slice him open to save his brother's daughter. How can people continue to plot against him? Victor, he thinks about my family, my family, you treat your family terribly. I don't understand this entire storyline. The only thing I can think of, and then um, 
you know, I know Keisha probably got some stuff to say too, is the whole thing about, maybe it's jealousy. It has to be a something. I mean, granted, yes, he's done a lot of things, but even Nick, it's like at some point, mm-hmm. come on, Nick, like you say, he, he laid on the table, cut open, mm-hmm. took his kidney, gave it to his niece. Mm-hmm. He also saved Nick's life in mm-hmm. that whole tornado. Mm-hmm. He saved Sharon. He mm-hmm. saved uh, Faith several times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's and then helped keep Victoria trashy wedding together when she was marrying um, <laughs> Ashlyn Locke, who she ended up shouldn't have been married to in the first place. You know, I mean, it's just right. like, at what point do you leave that man alone? Right. Yeah. What you got, Keish? Um. Again, it's another situation where Kyle is putting Summer in a crappy position. Mm-hmm. because and, and and being like he's just being really rude to her lately yes he is and he lied uh, uh, yep and easily without mm-hmm. flinching wait what do you lie to her about so he was sitting up at that table she was wondering who he was got a text message from oh yeah yeah and I and I, I agree. I think he's, I think part of him is jealous of um, the relationship that his dad and Adam have. Um, and also, I'm going to say, he, um, dang it, I completely lost my train of thought. Who, with Kyle? With Kyle, Yeah. I would just say, I mean, my thing is with Kyle is that it has to be jealousy. He doesn't like the relationship that Jack has with Adam. That's what it was. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, go ahead. He's keeping this a secret from Jack. Like, he wants to keep this a secret from Jack. And Summer is telling him, like, you can't guarantee that that's going to happen. We all know Victor likes to use information to blackmail people. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be something that Victor has over Kyle. So if he needs Kyle to do something else for him, all he's got to do is say, remember this little deal that we had where we got Adam fired, you know, blah, blah, blah. You don't want your dad to know because you don't want it to damage your relationship with him. Well, I need you to do something else for me or I'm going to tell your dad that we were in this together. Well, that's but- not going to last that long because I got another spoiler alert. Ooh. <laughs> 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 so but even win. but even oh, before before the spoiler alert even aside from that like mm-hmm. you going into this with a we're going to keep this from my father like if you have to lie about this why are you doing it and then yeah. summer summer has basically given you all of the the reasons why you should not. And this is her own grandfather she's talking about. And she's telling exactly. you, don't do this. This is a bad idea. We know how he operates. Like, you, we don't need to do this. And he's just not listening to her. And then, uh-huh. so it's like, the situation with Diane, now this situation with Victor, I feel bad for Summer. Because she's been yanked different directions with her husband and her mom. And both of them just going at her. And yeah gaslighting her making her feel bad about basically trying to do what's right and trying to keep kyle out of trouble exactly exactly 
Well, again, I'll just preface this with spoiler alert. So Adam is going to expose Kyle's alliance with Victor. Ooh, and Jack, then, not gonna be happy. Yeah, that happens on Wednesday oh. of next week, February 1st. And then um, Jack is going to confront Kyle about the deception on Thursday. Ooh. I can't, I was so happy to see that. Wow. So, okay, so now I wonder, now that Jack is all uh, canoodling with Diane, if he gets upset with Kyle, what kind of a rift is that going to cause with him and Diane? Because Diane's going to take Kyle's side every time. You think so? I think so. I that mean, would be interesting. I don't know, but it's definitely going to shake up that dynamic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, it looks like, because see, I thought there was the, okay, coming off of the Diane story, which I think this is where the writers dropped the ball. Because as much as we thought, because we had this conversation last week about whether or not um, Nikki is going to, or Victor, Nikki and or Victor would come after Jack and Diane, it's not going to happen. Mm. So, and you'll see that on Monday. Hmm. Really? Yes. They, they're just going to let it go. Wow. Really? So, so this whole thing that they that they pulled with Jeremy Stark is just... It's, it's they just like they dropped the ball with, what was that? Lock storyline. Hmm. And, or, you know, they just want to close it up. And so pretty much because Nikki is like, oh, it's Phyllis' fault that he brought that uh, Jeremy Stark came to town and I'm just glad he's gone. I just let it go. And Victor's like, okay. Wow. And then I tells her and tells the, uh, Nikki say, okay, then fine. Be done with Diane and stop talking about her in so many words. That's mm. it. That's, that's odd considering on Friday, I think that was Friday's episode, Billy um, was asking questions of Kyle and Summer when it came to Jeremy Stark saying how it didn't make sense that that this guy who was into was a money laundering or something like that decided yeah. to go all the way to Chicago to steal one necklace from the Newmans. Right. Yeah, well, you'll see on Monday that pretty much Victor and Nikki is like, oh, well, we'll just let it leave it be. And it's like, really? Y'all can when they, they do that. I just you know. hate it. Yeah, because they could have, this could have been an opportunity for Victor to say, you know what, I'm going to put that SOB in jail and then I'm going to come after Jabot. Right. Yeah. But it no. Been just in the, like you guys, the little storyline that you guys were saying last week of how this could put Adam, bump Adam up to. Right. Oh, yeah. Jack is in jail or whatever, or in trouble. So oh, that brings yeah. me. That brings me to this other thing because one of the executive producers are out as of January 18th. Okay. So I'm wondering if, if either, because he stepped down. So I'm wondering if he like, look, this ain't going nowhere. Y'all writing crazy storylines. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he um, he's out, you mm -hmm. know. So, and I, you probably seen his name on the credits, um, Marina. Mm. Yeah, Anthony Marina. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's out. Okay. Well. Yeah. Thank so. you, Anthony, for your for your writing. Good luck. Mm -hmm. Look forward to yeah. seeing where you go. 
Yeah, he said after 16 years, it's time to move on to something else. And I don't blame him. I mean, it's like he's been with the Young and the Restless since 2018. But, you know, just overall, at some points, you if you're the executive producer and you can't either run the show like you want to or create the storylines to go in different directions because of the writing and stuff like that, maybe it's time for him to do something else. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I can imagine the frustration, though. Yeah, because that doesn't make any sense. There is no way that they should have just dropped the ball unless they bring it back up later. But for yeah. right now, Nikki and Victor are just letting the whole Diane thing go. Mm -mm -mm. That's lame. It is yeah. lame. I, I don't, I I mean, I can't see Phyllis letting it go. Well, no. So, so that conversation, what was, was it Daniel that she was talking to? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was like, "This is why, this is why your last job got blown up because you're so obsessed with X, Y, Z." It that made me think that maybe she was finally just gonna let it go because he was like, "Well, you you proved everybody right, or you tried to prove everybody right, and where where did that get you? Or look where you are now." So it still didn't work out for you. So you know, basically, what what now? What are you gonna do now? Yeah, and that's. But that's going to continue on in the conversation that Phyllis have with Michael and Lauren on Monday, because when they try to nail her down, like Daniel did about the converse about this whole Diane mess, Phyllis is like, look, I'm moving on for this. I need to focus on my, my son and my kids. And she's also going to go and track down Heather. So she's leaving yeah. town. Yeah, getting in, his, getting in people's business again. In, exactly. Phyllis being a busybody. Leave that woman alone. And stop trying to fix your son's your his marriage. Like that's not your place, you and, know. So go ahead, go ahead, Trish. Oh, I was just thinking. I mean, he he hasn't even told her the details. According to what we know, it's only like this. She only knows like the fingernail slice of what happened in their relationship. We have not heard any of the details. None. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And honestly, Val Bloom, who played Heather before, she'll be back in February. So mm -hmm. she'll be successful in bringing, I mean, yeah, Phyllis will be successful in bringing back Heather and Lucy. Next yeah, month. I saw um, uh, pictures of them on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to next Wednesday and Thursday when I can see Kyle get <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Get yes. busted. I'm yeah. Sorry, what? You know, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just saying I can't wait for that because Kyle has been, he's been on a roll of being a jerk for the last, I don't know how many weeks. Mm -hmm. He has. It's like there, it's like um, he decided he was going all in with the bulldozing. And I just don't, I mean, I just don't understand why. Why? I mean, like you said, though, he's jealous. He's, he's got jealousies in there in his mind, but I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens when, um, you know, when all of this blows up in his face. And I can only imagine that Summer is certainly not going to be happy with him. Yeah, because he she's going to find out that he mm -hmm. lied to her this Another past lie. week. Yep. You know, and I'm wondering if that's going to fracture their marriage because the cracks are showing. Absolutely, they are. You know, and a lot of that has to do with Kyle. It yeah. does. And do you think if they if they wind up breaking up, do you think that she will take Harrison? 
No, she. No, I don't think she would so. do that to him. Okay. And I, do we even know if she's legally, is she a legal uh, parent of Harrison or is she, you know, is it just by marriage? I, I don't think it's by marriage. I don't think she. Never, if she didn't legally adopt him, then she has, there's no rights there for her. Parental rights. You're right. Yeah. And they never said if, if that happened or not, because he still has a mom. She's yeah. just in prison and you don't get to take a person's parental right. We never heard anything about her losing her parental rights. Right. But they never talk about her, so I have no idea. I wish they would bring her back. Yeah, that would cause some serious, serious. I drama. mean, for some for a whole new storyline, she's out of jail. She come back and she's like, "Look, I've been through rehabilitation, blah blah blah, yada yada mm -hmm. yada, whatever." And look, I want a part of Harrison's life. Right. You know what I and what would be good about that storyline would be her against Diane. I was, they kind of remind me of each other. Can you imagine the tension in that house? Because you know they'd say, oh, well, Harrison's here, so why don't you come stay with us? Because Summer and Kyle aren't going to make it. We already see that it's literally breaking apart in front of us on TV, obviously. So, um, yeah, that would be, Keisha, I'm with you. That would be really That would be good. Yes, yeah. yes. Now, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't see her and Kyle getting together. Like, mm -hmm. I don't see that happening. But it would definitely be a good storyline to see some type of triangle between her Jack and Diane or just her against Diane when it comes to Harrison. Absolutely it would, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be great. Not that I she has would... rights because, I mean, she's she's a grandparent. She doesn't necessarily have any rights, but you know how she is about Kyle. She's going to defend him and, you know, she's kind of like Phyllis where she'll be all in Kyle's mix. Business. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really funny because the smirk that Diane has, um, uh, Tara has the same smirk. Yep, she does. Because it used to drive me nuts. Me too, I wanted to punch her through the TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> and I am not a violent person. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a power struggle in that house between Diane and um, and Tara. Yep. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, hopefully, maybe it's something to consider if they bring her back. She's not, like, dead or anything. She's just in prison. Yeah. Right? And, those you know, and then Ashlyn Locke, yeah. he's gone. So. Right. <clears throat> All right. Um, then we have, speaking of Diane, Jack and Diane can't keep their hands off each other. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why you say it like that, Keish? Oh, it was just Trish. <laughs> Poor Keisha. <laughs> no, no Keisha, Keisha was like, uh-huh. Mm, mm, no. Mm, what, mm. What, do we have, like, was it two different love scenes between them this week? Yeah. was it one last week and one this No, week? it was one at the beginning of the week, and then they slept together again, like, Wednesday or Thursday. A little afternoon delight, I think. Yeah, I'll say that I'm, I was a little surprised that Kyle had not warmed up to the idea of his parents being together because I know in the beginning when she first came back like he was absolutely against it but I assumed that over time because they're both so fiercely protective of Diane I thought I was gonna I thought that he was going to be I don't know happy that they finally just you know went for it and got involved but 
And well, so I think what it is, I think what it is, is because of the fact, like he said, he said, well, what if something happened and they break up? What yeah. does that mean? Because now Kyle and Harrison's going to be caught in the middle of those two. Yeah. I feel so, like, I mm-hmm. feel like in a couple of weeks, he'll change his tune. Probably. Yeah. And, you know, I wish whenever they were doing that conversation and Summer was sitting on the couch with that, I can't believe this is happening look on her face. Mm-hmm. I really wish that she would have said something to the effect of when Diane said, you know, this isn't what I came back. This wasn't like I didn't plan this. I wish Summer would have either laughed or had some kind of snide comment to make that would have really kind of blown that conversation up because man, I, and I wonder too, if they're having her stuff all this in so that when the time comes, she blows a gasket. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I'm wondering what's going to happen when Phyllis find out. Cause I'm liking the fact that they're moving her away from Diane. Now I'm not liking the fact that she's being a busybody with her kids. Right. Mm-hmm. That whole obsession with Diane over the past, what, 10 months or so. A lot. It's just too much. And so now hopefully they, she don't find out that Diane and Jack are sleeping together and then she's right back on that whole thing all over again. Well, I think yeah. she's got to know because th- she's already seen them kiss, right? Right. Right. So she can't be, I, I don't I don't believe Phyllis is that naive or dense to think that they're not sleeping together with the amount of time that they spend with each other and mm-hmm. how often Diane is at the Abbott house. So mm-hmm. I, I, when she does find out, it's not going to be anything that knocks her off course. Here's my question to you, because look like we they dropped another ball of a storyline with that whole videotape of Stark. So remember when Phyllis recorded the two of them together? Mm-hmm. If, if Victor and Nikki are going to let it go, like we saw coming up on Monday, what was the purpose of her filming that? I don't know. It's, it's just that's what I'm saying. It just don't make any sense. Yeah, right. to me, it sounds like this is another storyline where the writers just and then be done with it, forget it. Yeah, yeah. just wrap it up and move on instead of dragging it out or you know seeing seeing this through to the end. Let's just forget all of this other stuff happened. We'll just ignore it. Right. <laughs> you know, they yeah. really with Jeremy Stark's character, they really could have done a lot with that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I don't know, like, I guess there's no spoilers saying if he's going to get out or if he's coming back or anything. No, like that. that guy was only slotted for only 19 episodes. That's what his contract entailed. Uh, so, yeah, he's done. <laughs> man, okay, writers, are you listening? Because there could have been, like, a whole bucket full of exceptional options with that character mm-hmm. and all of the women that are intertwined with all of this mess. That's really and plus the guy is he's not a bad looking dude. They could have kept him around and he's got that cleaned him up a little bit and yeah up with somebody. Yeah. yeah. What'd you say, uh Keisha? I said he's very handsome. Yeah, he's not a bad looking guy. So they could have went somewhere with that. Just say he didn't get with Diane. He could have got with Phyllis or exactly. yeah. Or somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know. They just botched that up again. They did. And my hope is that when Phyllis does find out that Jack is sleeping with Diane, I hope that she like with a smile tells, tells Jack that she's so happy for him that he's happy. And, and um, by the way, don't come crawling back to me when this all blows up in your face, because I told you, 
I want Phyllis to not ever give Jack the time of day again. When he tries to talk to her, I want her to treat him like he's treated her the last like three months. She literally saved his life with his drug addiction. She was there with him during all that horrible time. That woman has seen him for decades through his worst, through Mm -hmm. his worst. And that SOB is choosing Diane, the woman who faked her own death, has had lie after lie after lie, literally made him made him commit grand larceny and theft. Um, across state lines. I mean, come on, or maybe it wasn't across state lines, but I just, I really am hoping that when all of this blows up, that Phyllis tells Jack to go suck an egg. <laughs> go suck an egg. I ain't heard that all the time. <laughs> well, you know, I can't say what I really want to say. because Yeah, is, I know. You know. But you know what I'm thinking. I mean, just, right. no, no. Yeah, it's, it's just, you know, I, I, when we talk, we always, when we do our flip the scripts and all this other stuff, we come up with some amazing ideas of what a writers can do. Because think about it like this. You got a couple of crossovers that could happen. I mean, with mm-hmm. Sheila Carter on tap with Finn and Lucy coming back next, that's Sheila Carter's granddaughter. Yeah. And Finn's niece. You know, I mean, because obviously Diane got, I mean, Sheila. Sheila has kids everywhere. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, they can do some amazing things to make the show interesting, per se. But it's just like, do you you have It's got to happen because Lauren just talked about Sheila. And she doesn't know she's alive. No one's told her yet. And so... There has to be Sh- Sheila in her current state. It's going to blow up because she and Deacon are not going to be able to keep their hands off themselves. Bill's going to, I'm sure everything's going to blow a gasket. That's my prediction. Well, I got a statement about that when we talk about bold. Ooh, but I, y'all know I can't stand Sheila and I want her off the cliff. And I do agree with you, Letitia, that man, there's all kinds of stories that they could do with all of this with crossovers. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand how how um how they don't know Sheila is still alive. Right, being with Bill. Bill is a mogul. You know, it's gotta get out that you know Sheila's with Bill Spencer and she she got off go ahead. He's had a notorious history Mm -hmm. with a couple of different um internationally known famous men, Eric being one of them. Exactly. um Eric's ex-wife who who has a history who has a violent history like you think that would be news all across the country and that they would know that Sheila was alive right yeah I mean these two shows are sister shows they own by the same family they even if they don't cross the actual people over it would even be something to mention in just conversation like victor right. say hey you know did you hear that sheila carter is out of jail and she's with bill spencer something you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. well, and and sally was just um in, in you know, la California. and right. so i wonder is she gonna come back surprised with the news and tell lauren and then try to help Lauren deal with it. I mean, there's so many things that they could do with the characters that are intertwined in all of this. I wish we were sitting at that table. 
You know, I actually mentioned a, a potential crossover that they could do with Thomas. Thomas has a fashion line. What is Marchetti? A fashion house. Yep. Why not have Kyle and Summer, if, if, if just say, for example, um, Forrester don't take them back, which that's a whole nother conversation that we got to have. Right. But um, if they don't, why not have a threat or some bidders on the table saying, hey, Marchetti, which is an international company, wants wants uh thomas's line i would love that across that i would love that oh my gosh that's a brilliant brilliant storyline opportunity and i would love i would absolutely love that and i would be sitting in my chair watching that very happily Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean it's, it's so many opportunities with stuff that they have stuff that they don't have that they could actually use but you know we get what we get right we do and you know we're all watching it <laughs> we're not, not watching it i crack up at the people who go online and say i'm, I'm done with this watching. show i'm not watching yeah. i'm like you know you can exit without nobody knows you like you're right. not a star nobody cares that you're not watching anymore you if you're not watching why are you here reading all about exactly. it exactly what are you doing the here? same people month after month? Yes. If this yes. happens, I'm not watching this show anymore. Yeah. Why yeah. It's like you said that three months ago and you're still here. You're well, still I here. will tell you, there are people that's on the YouTube on my on the YouTube side that jump in the comments says, you know what? I only watch your recaps. I don't watch the show. So I guess some people, like you say, if you really don't care, you wouldn't watch any of it. Bingo. The recaps, the the comments on Facebook, the posts, nothing. I'm but so obviously done. They no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're right here with the rest of us. You are not done. And it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is just hilarious to me when I see that. I'm like, how do you say you stop <laughs> watching, but you obviously are watching around <laughs> the, the show? Right, right. So, anywho, but <laughs> hey, y'all keep watching. I don't want to deter you guys. You know yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and then the other thing is that whole conversation between the Newmans, Jack, Nick, Nikki, and Victoria, when they were trying to go after Tucker because he got a ton of debt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say go after Tucker. I do too. That would be fun. That would be in Victoria. The look on her face when she and Nick saw Tucker. <clears throat> Tucker, hi, come over here. I'm like, oh, she's gonna say something veiled. Oh my gosh! And it wasn't yeah. even veiled. It was like a frontal assault. And yeah. she was sitting down with a smile on her face and a twinkle in her eye. <laughs> what did you say, Keish? I I was just thinking. If Tucker's ego wouldn't, you know, didn't get in his way, that he probably could have gone to Devon because would you rather your company be taken by the Newmans or the Abbots, or would you rather your son just take it off your hands and, you know, try to salvage? Oh, that's a good point. Like mm. he's got the money to do it. He got the money to do it. You are so right. He doesn't. Of course. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just I was just going to say, but of course, Tucker's ego is so big that he doesn't want to admit to anybody that, you know, he's got whatever debt he's got and that he needs help or he needs somebody to buy him out or, you know, whatever it is. I agree. And that, also, oh, I'm sorry. Gosh, I keep no, going. I was just going to say that's a good point. That would make an even better storyline because then 
Devon can be like, and see, he's so focused on this. He's so, um, what's the word? Um, no, not obsessed, but when your attention is not focused. Scattered? Yeah, he's just not, fo well, I'll just say, he's just not focused on anything except this debate with Lily that he should could actually look at this and be like, dang, you know, Pop's business is a failing. Maybe I should just, you know, go well, and buy up his dad. dad. Yeah, he did it with one dad, so do it with another dad is another option. You're right. Yeah, I'm guessing that whatever, I'm guessing Tucker is somehow hiding this because it sounds like Victor found out through his investigators. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the general, you know, search or whatever it was he did. He hired somebody to look into it. Right. That's a good point, too. Yeah. He had to do some digging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. And Nick is like, it, listen, the funny thing is Nicholas and Nikki are just alike. Nikki is like, Victor, should you do this? And Nick was like, no, don't do this. Whereas Victor and Victoria is like, yeah, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> They're the big risk takers, I think. Um, yeah. And Nick and, and Nikki are more, um, I think, probably they take a lot more time with making decisions and they are more thoughtful in their process of how they do things. Mm -hmm. Unless it's personal. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That whole thing with that. We got a little bit of Sally this week cause she got stranded down there and Jill didn't take her meeting. I was so annoyed with that. It's like, Victor, man, that's just cruelty. That's it just necessary. It was totally Keisha. Oh my gosh. Yes. It was unnecessary it was cruel you're meddling in this young woman's life who she didn't do anything to you she didn't do anything to adam she didn't do anything to nick she hasn't done anything to you she did she did mess with summer but she but is that's not why he's doing and exactly it's i just don't understand why victor victor's just I think he's just trying to live vicariously through his kids now because he's older and it's just, um, it's not a good look for his character at this age. At this age, his character should be doing things with Nikki. There should be like remote scenes or different sets where he's taking her to Monaco or he's taking her to, I mean, fabulous, <clears throat> you know, fabulous, beautiful places where, you know, they're, they're showing love and romance and that kind of thing. This is so childish of him. I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah, that whole thing with Adam, I just, I'm just glad that the writers are not going to let that go because yeah. I, I mean, for him to even assume that Adam is just going to come crawling back to Newman. Mm -mm. Yeah, okay. Good luck with that. Mm -mm. Adam would rather be broken living in his car. I think Adam would rather sleep on a bed a bed of nails than <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. We say that, and then next he's thing back you know, over there. Is that another chance? Uh, so you think that his his emotional need for approval is going to override all of that, huh? I think. I mean, I hope it doesn't. Yeah, but I think Victor is going to sweet talk him once again into into coming back there. Oh, I hope not. I'm, I'm, you know, my thing is, is that with Jack calling, finding this out, especially from Adam about his son's betrayal and that mm -hmm. he's colluding with Victor, I'm hoping that that put at least a damper, if not the kibosh, on this whole thing. Yeah, you know, at least slow your roll. 
But to me, I would hope that Jack should, I don't know, Jack is a little different. Jack is more, you know, like Victor is more shrewd and he's cunning and he's slick and he's sly. He don't let people, he don't show his hand. Mm -hmm. Jack shows his hand. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so if he get mad at Victor and get mad at Kyle, and that's only going to make the whole thing worse instead of getting the information from Adam and say, okay, I'm going to look into this and I'm going to see what I'm going to do about this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's it's messy. It's messy. Did we cover everything? Did you guys talk about Chelsea and Billy before? Oh, no. We oh, no, we did not. We did not. Thank okay, you. Okay, what you got on Chelsea, Keish? Um, the, the, the podcast idea mm -hmm. that she pitched to Billy, I thought it was, initially, I thought, like, oh, that might be a, maybe a good thing for her to do that, you know, because she's got a lot of time on her hands right now. She's not working. Mm -hmm. but then I thought to myself as she completely healed from her situation and if she hasn't maybe she shouldn't be doing that yet well that's so what the doctor said right yeah so when in the end when they finally when she you know told Billy we're gonna have to the podcast isn't gonna happen right now it's like that was actually I thought good writing because they I feel like normally on the soaps they jump so quickly into things before a situation has completely killed itself mm -hmm. that I thought this was it was good for them to have the the doctor tell her you still have a lot of healing to do it's not the right time yet right which is something that you rarely get from writing in soaps right they usually just just like when they said about um chance oh are you done with therapy yes let's go back to the police force right like are you serious <laughs> yeah that's not how that works no <laughs> I can tell you straight up, that is not how that works. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. But you know what? Those two are playing tiddlywinks with each other. Eventually, they're going to get in up together because they're going to keep giving each other mixed signals next week, too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they're just tiptoeing around. It's like, if you're going to put these two together, just do it already. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I don't know. Wait a minute. Let me backtrack. That might not be a good idea because we got two individuals that are need healing. Well, and not only that, I still, I mean, the way their relationship started, I don't know how you can be other than dealing with the fact that, yes, she did birth Johnny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the way that happened and now we know it was literally the reverse grape uh, because he was unconscious and she admitted that i am livid that they are literally possibly putting them together now like i i don't like that because of the grape yes mm -hmm. i got it that makes sense it reminds me of how they pretty much glossed over Michael's past. Michael and Lauren. Yes, they did. What he did, what he did to Christine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's what it that's what it reminds me of. I mm -hmm. will say this. They he did um I recall his character going through some type of metamorphosis with his transition to being a good guy. 
and him groveling and asking for forgiveness with Christine. I do, I do remember that. It mm -hmm. does not excuse what he did, of course. And I'm happy with the character now, and I love Michael and Lauren together, but I agree with you. I when that was happening, I was sick to my stomach. Like I thought, I can't believe they're doing this. This this person, I, I can't believe they're doing this. And they did it. And yes. I still watched, you know, I was still there for it. I still watched it all. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting how some of these some storylines go under the radar. The storylines we want to happen, we don't get. The ones that happen, like Bill and the sword and the bloody lip kiss, <laughs> it's like, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Or as they say, the ick. But, the um, mm -hmm. yeah. So, okay. I think we covered everything with Young and the Restless. I think yeah. so. Okay. Let's go over the bold. Oh, I, man, I'm not happy with Steffi this week. Mm -mm. Um, Come on, slow pokey. Y'all, seriously. What? Okay. Um, oh, my goodness. What? Just the whole week of B&B. &B. My uh, jaw agape, mouth dropped. What? Like, what are you doing <laughs> on this show? What? How is this happening? And, and... How, I mean, just, I know you're looking for the, um, yeah, I have it. Oh, okay. Okay. You go ahead. I'll, I'll okay, say. Okay. So for the bold and the beautiful for the week of January 23rd through the 27th, Brooke vowed not to rest until Sheila was in prison. After reading a bad review for Hope Line, Thomas offered to save the line with his designs. Hope struggled with whether to compromise her belief to work with Thomas Bill asked if Katie would return to him if Sheila was in prison. Mm -hmm. Um, let's just go ahead and knock Brooke out the way. <laughs> Brooke, I mean, I love you, girl, but oh my god, she has killed people. Like you don't, you're not the. I don't think you can fight Sheila. Like she, you, because because you won't go into the gutter. And fight like Sheila fights. Sheila fights literally to the death. I, 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 Brooke, it's not, you better be careful. Uh, they were throwing shots at each other. Now, the thing is, is that Brooke threw some darts, Sheila threw some darts back. And a lot of that had to do with her past. It did. <laughs> she was right. She, everything she said was true. Um, you know, everything she threw in Brooke's face was true. There was nothing that Brooke could say back to her about it. And no matter what Brooke has done, it does not compare to what Sheila has done. Yeah, that's my thing. Their histories are their their um what they have done in their past are on two different paths. Mm -hmm. Brooke Brooke wasn't violent she didn't try to murder people right she was just like, all about she, getting what she wanted yeah like sheila sheila tried to kill her own mom yes she did although i will say in that lauren episode <laughs> they did show where the fire started because lauren kicked sheila back yeah and i had forgotten that part so it was accidental it was accidental the fire accidental. was accidental but they, they always make it to where there was some accidental issue but Sheila doesn't do anything to help. She just walks away. Kind of well, like she did in the alley where she yep. was trying to kill 
Steffi accidentally shot her son, but then she purposely shoots Steffi and she walks away. But they try to make it as if, well, she didn't actually kill them. She just left. Well, she still shot them. She is absolutely She didn't didn't call the fire department when the house was on fire. She just left and hoped that they burned to death. So nobody found out that she stole Lauren's son. Right. Well, so, you, you everybody know why I stand on that alley thing, so yeah. I ain't gonna, gonna unearth that again. <laughs> yeah, because it didn't have to happen, but it did happen, and so it happened. But it, oh god, and I mean that's why Finn told her twice. Do you remember the last time you did what you did? <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll go there. Yeah, y'all know how I feel about it too, and there is never an excuse to to attempt to murder somebody. Never. Not ever. Yeah. I, and I mean, y'all know how I feel about Sheila. I'm so, that cliff, it's like, can we, are we really, we're not going to use the cliff? I guess not. Especially if Bill got her back. So, I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, So, I I don't know. I, when she, when Sheila goes into, into her, I don't know if you want to call it, playing the victim or trying to gaslight people or trying uh-huh. to make comparisons of her past to things that other people have done in their past. It's like, uh-huh. you can't, you cannot, you're, it's- you are a proven violent person evil over and over again. Yeah. Nobody just accidentally ends up in situations where you're almost killing somebody. Like you know what that goes. No so, um, Keisha is what you were just saying about they the writers make it look like provocation so a lot of the stuff that she was in they always have somebody poke the bear with her and then she claps back 10 times harder well yeah because she's like Keisha said she's so violent it's like her brain is stunted that she can't have a a conversation with anyone that they disagree with her she can't she has no functioning ability to act like a decent person rational Rational. thank you that's the word yeah which goes back to my point of if you if i can't if i can't disagree with you about something without worrying about how you're going to react to that Mm -hmm. then i don't need you in my life bingo like there's no there's no room for you in my life if i have to constantly worry if you're going to react in a violent manner or you know do something spiking uh, somebody's drink that you know is an alcoholic to make them fall off the wagon. Like, if I have to worry about that with you, then I'm not giving you a chance. You don't belong. Well, the crazy thing is that the men keep bringing them back in. So if it's not Eric bringing them back in, then it's Bill and then it's Deacon. So as much as if everybody would probably cut her out her life, which of course the writers have obviously because Kimberlyn Brown is on contract for another three years. She's oh my God. Anywhere. Seriously? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I will say I follow her on Instagram. I like the girl. She's hilarious. Uh, but, um, Oh, the person. Yes. Yeah, she's yeah, Kimberlyn. Yeah. I said Kimberlyn. The, the, the character. Yeah. Y'all know I would never ever <laughs> say anything disparaging about the actual person. The character. I just, I, every time she's on screen, I'm like, oh God, I don't want you in my living room. And here you are. And then of course I watch it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So as much as the women can't stand her, the men keep bringing her back. Why? Like, well, I mean, I know that she was a a beauty pageant queen in real life years back, but why? 
I honestly but, think this is that box of hers. So we can't say what we want to say on the show. <laughs> but even with Finn, like Finn being her son, he gave like you know tried to give her a chance. Um, the the things happened that happened. He told her, you know, I don't I don't want anything to do with you. And this week you see when she when he's talking to her, like telling her, I need you to stay away from my family. And she's I'm never gonna give up on you. I'm never gonna give up. We're going we're going to have a relationship. And it's like at what point does it become it's not endearing that you are basically you're basically saying you're gonna wear me down until I accept you. Stop that's her. toxic. And what it sounds like is Steve Urkel. I'm wearing you down. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. It's, that's toxic. Like, if I'm telling you, no, I don't want a relationship with you, then your response should be, okay, I have to accept that and move on with my life. Not, I'm going to I'm gonna keep trying until you say you're willing to accept me in your life. Like, no. No. That's not you know what? I, I guess what, what's interesting to me is how the writers are going to take this. If you're giving Kimberlyn Brown a three-year contract for Bold, what I mean, some kind of way they're going to incorporate her into something. So at what point, I mean, she obviously has a connection with Deacon. Deacon mm -hmm. has a connection with her. Bill is still hanging out on whatever thread he's trying to deal with her. So where does that leave the writers? Are they going to try to redeem the relationship between Finn and, and Sheila at some oh, point? Oh my God. I don't think they have on the show. Uh, yeah, they're gonna have to because she has no connection with anybody else on that show. But those no, I was saying people, I don't think they have to to keep her on the show. I think there's plenty of things they can do with her character without redeeming her relationship with Finn. Okay, what you got? Uh, what do you? What, what would you suggest to keep her away from Finn? She's probably not going to stay away from Finn, so that's probably going to be part of her storyline. If she's going to try to continue to insert herself in his life. And it's going to mm -hmm. cause, you know, drama and issues there. No, okay. Yeah, I mean, they could keep her outside. But, I mean, at some point, it's like, are you just going to keep chasing the dream for the next three years? I don't know. It, it, it becomes redundant after a while. I, can't, I just can't. Yeah. I'm sure they'll move on to, like, other, like, there's plenty of other, with her and Bill being together, there's drama there with his sons, with his relationship with, um, with Will, if they decided to bring, you know, someone on the show to play the Will character, I felt that there's plenty, I, I think there's plenty of things that they can do. I guess my part, my other issue with this storyline is that Bill has always been this last, last time we see him with that energy when he was going off on Carter. And so now he's this docile, in a trance, not really barely talking. It's like, this man is supposed to be a cohort of Sheila Carter. Make this man stand 10 toes down if he's going to be so solid with this girl. Where's that energy? The Bill Spencer, you got the sword on your neck, but you're acting opposite to it. Yeah. Everybody thinks that she's like poisoned him or I don't know. I, it has to be something. I don't know. I mean, his character, yes, he's he's been, you know, he's a bad guy. He was the villain and all that, but I'm sorry. This just does not make sense to me. And I'm, I'm really, really annoyed that he's standing there and 
having Sheila speak for him. And then she's like, he wants me to say, I'm like, oh my God. No, he yeah, doesn't. He can like, be himself with me. And it's like, well, he's not being himself. He's right not. Now. Exactly. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's just weird to me. I mean, I'll, if you're going to give him this, yeah, me and Sheila have things in common and we both done things. Okay, but now you're acting like a mute. Yeah. It's like it's robotic and there's absolutely zero chemistry. And when I say it's like negative 170 chemistry between mm -hmm. Sheila and Bill, it is cold. It's hard to watch. I kind of have vomit in the back of my throat when they go. <laughs> Not really, but I can't yeah. stand it. It's like, oh, seriously, come on. I mean, this is so, I know it's drama. I know it's TV. I get it. But this just makes zero sense. Yeah. And you know what I'm tired of Bill doing is, I guess, typical narcissist behavior where he's still blaming um, Katie and Brooke on his yeah. because they hurt him and it's, he hurt them yeah it's like Katie. yeah and he and but he's sitting there trying to trying to tell katie like you and katie is saying it like i know i hurt you and it's like no katie you did not no you stood up for yourself against your ex who tried to go after your sister yep and five minutes later asked for you to come back to him right. like you yep. didn't hurt him he hurt himself right right it's it's almost like um I, I don't when the when the writers do this kind of stuff where they make it the woman's fault or try to make yeah. it like you know it's to me all i can think is where's the person to stand up in the writer's room to go man this is so misogynistic like this never happened she never hurt him she didn't do anything to hurt him she was living her life how do you hurt someone when you're living your life when you're not with them you know right uh, uh didn't i don't i i don't care for that storyline at all and when she was saying like you said keisha when she was saying i'm sorry i hurt you i was sitting there going man you are apologizing for absolutely nothing you did not hurt him you were living your life and you didn't do what he wanted you to do and he's being a big baby about it and now he's brought this evil dynamic into it which could affect your son yeah, so he turned himself into a victim mm -hmm. because he yeah. didn't get what he want from two women that I guess were on his list of who he wanted to be with. Yep. <laughs> so what did you guys think about the whole Deacon getting the new restaurant? I was so excited about that because haven't I been saying since Deacon has been back on that show, mm -hmm. if they're really going to make him a character that can be in the world, world of the Foresters, mm -hmm. they need to give him something other than him being a bartender and living in, in the closet. closet. Of <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it was so funny because I was telling my husband, I'm like, man, he needs, I love the character of Deacon, even though all the things that he's done and everything, but I love watching him. He's fun to watch. He's a great actor. He plays that part up to the hilt and I'm here for it. And okay. I, um, I was telling my husband, man, Deacon needs a really meaty part. You know, they need to really beef his part up, blah, blah, yep. blah. And then he bought, and this was way before it was talking about buying the restaurant. And then he bought the restaurant. I was like, well, he can have all the beef he wants now. <laughs> <laughs> and they can, and they could do a lot with this to where, you know, maybe he is trying to figure out how to bring more money to the restaurant. So he turns it into a, a nightclub and yeah. 
brings yeah. in, you know, bands or whatever to perform. And yep. mm -hmm. now he's making all this money. He's paid back the loan that he had to take out. And yep. he's made so much that he can open another restaurant somewhere else and like yep. building on his fortune somehow. Another crossover. Tessa could come sing. He could go open another restaurant in Genoa City. All kinds yeah. of opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm glad that they gave him something other than being the, you know, the bartender or the um, maintenance guy or whatever he was doing at that restaurant. Exactly. He was kind of a dangling participle for a while. So I'm glad mm -hmm. now he's a, he's a, an adjective, a colorful yeah. adjective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Hope was proud of him too. So, you know, she was excited to find that out as well. Yeah. And she was the one that broke the news to Deacon about uh, Sheila being with Bill. Oh yeah, poor Deacon, he was hurt. <laughs> yeah, because he really he he was like, "What? How long did how long has been going on? Were you double dipping? No. <laughs> well, it seems like he it was because yeah. when the story, the way it was explained, she said that she slipped out of the uh, out of their apartment yep. she saw him at the restaurant she followed him to the beach yep and it started from there so she was talking to both those guys at the same time well one thing that we know for a hundred percent certainty there will be no pregnancy who's the daddy story with this particular triangle yeah i don't <laughs> think so <laughs> this is not gonna happen so we can yeah. shirt on that one <laughs> nope 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 um <laughs> Now, you know, we got to dive into this whole Thomas thing. So first of all, Thomas is living with Paris. Mm -hmm. Paris and Zenday are now just friends, yes. even mm -hmm. though at Christmas they were back together. Sort Which we didn't, yeah. we didn't know until then that they were actually together. It was like, it's like they've been going back and forth with Zenday and Paris and what their status is. And it's like they show up on screen and they're together and they show up on screen again and they're not together anymore. So... Exactly. Well, with Hope asking that question to Zenday, asking, hey, are you in Paris okay? And he was like, oh, no, we're fine. We're just friends yeah. now. They wanted to make that perfectly clear because I honestly believe they're going to try to put Thomas and Paris together. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what what happened to the, what, I thought there was a some type of rumor or something about him coming back with a lawyer, a lawyer girlfriend. Yeah, now I saw that coming up too. So I don't, maybe they try to put them, them I don't know. Maybe they create a triangle. Who knows? But I, I know what you're talking about, Keisha, because I saw that too. Mm -hmm. That his, because he's going to, he supposedly is supposed to be suing Forrester. Well, I mean, he does own 5% of the company. Uh, and I get that if you own 5% of a company, that the people who own the other 95% can kick you out if you work there. Um, you can be fired for, you know, there all kinds of reasons. The moral clause would have been in, in the um, employee agreement, all that stuff. So, man, if there's a moral clause in those, they're all fired. The all company goes fired. under. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but I just, um, y'all know I love Thomas. I, I really do. I want him to have really something positive happen where he's not in need of, of more. Uh, therapy, you know, I mean, <laughs> being, you know, I love hope. I only love hope. I only have room for wonders. She's not into you at the right. moment. I mean, we thought she was going to be, cause there was, there was some tension and some chemistry going on with them 
whenever they were working together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think they should explore that. That yeah. chemistry between Hope, when when he when she was looking at him and yep. he was touching her back and feeling that dress and she was like in la-la land. Uh-huh. Like, why won't y'all just go ahead and do something with that? Liam and Hope been together way too long anyway. It's a yawn. Pick it up. Yes, yes. I yes. think I'm, oh, I'm, I wanted that at one point, but I think I'm over it past that now and I want them to have time to move on with somebody else it would be good if they have him move on with someone else and then Hope gets jealous but he never doesn't you know he doesn't give her the time of day that would be I would be here for that I would love to see that absolutely because now it's just to me it's obsessive my opinion yeah now it would just be creepy because to me when he's around Hope and he's you know daydreaming about them kissing or Mm -hmm. whatever his obsession with her has become creepy to me now and I just now I just don't want to see them together anymore I just want them to allow him to move on with a new woman and like Trish said if they make a storyline where Hope gets jealous I would love to see that because he doesn't give her the time of day um but as far as them being romantically involved at least right now Uh I don't see it if if it happens in five years when like all of this has died down like his obsession with her like it, as long as they don't keep revisiting that and team. she goes to him yes and she goes yeah. to him and it's not him trying to convince her that they need to be together right I it agree with that from her. I like that yeah well um that would be interesting if they would go there <laughs> it would but you know I tell you what when he put those designs down on the table and Steffi saw him you know she was like oh my god these are so much better than what we have Mm-hmm. This is so good. And then she got too emotional. Mm-hmm. And then when the conversation with Hope, and I mean, this is her brother. Like, this is your brother. And then she's the one that talks Hope out of giving him the chance to even. Oh, God. I was really, I, could, I was like, Steffi, oh, my girl, what are you doing? Why? This is your brother. You know, yeah. let him work remote. And she just blew it for him. And then Hope was like, thank you. You're right. I can't believe I was even thinking this. Da, 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 da. You know, you could have worked with him remotely. That's just, I just. Yeah, I, I don't really understand. Really what, is, what is that about? I understand that Thomas, he did fraudulently call in a CPS call, right? That's that whole thing in motion. And the issue that the biggest issue is the in the situation between him and his son. The other parts of that stuff, Ridge has some accountability in that. Yep. So, I mean, if you want to put somebody in trouble, he needs to be in trouble too, which obviously Brooke and Taylor did that because they said, no, we don't want to be bothered with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it didn't get him ousted out of the company. Right. And the thing is, is that the way Hope, I mean, Steffi, was throwing him under buses, trains, planes, cars, tractors, and everything else. I can pull any other vehicle out there. I mean, I was, I was just, I was so disappointed in that. She yeah. eviscerated him. I mean, uh, every word that came out of her mouth was so um, I, I, unbelievable. I couldn't believe they were having her character malign her brother. Yes, he did all of this and he's admitted it. He knows it. He's sorry. And I really think he is sorry. I think he does understand that 
man, I went too far. I didn't have the right to do that. This was a really bad thing to do. My son is now not speaking to me. My dad is not speaking to me. Um, you know, he, I think he's really, really seeing now that this obsession has really put him in a really bad place. And for Steffi to do that with, with hope, I mean, oh, it really, that, that really bothered me. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And then she turned around and had the nerve to say, did you talk to Brooke and Liam about it? Yeah. I'm like, Liam works at Spencer. He doesn't have any business decisions over what goes on at Forrester with regards to the line. He's mm. not moving back into the house. He's not picking up Douglas. Uh-uh. He wants to work remotely designing. What does that have to do with Liam? Not a thing. Except mm. jealousy. The whole, you know. And of course, you know, Liam is going to be like, no, we can't do that, blah, blah, blah. So you're just going to let your wife's line just go in the toilet I guess then right right you know and I mean we just talked about the Newmans they don't give a crap about none of that they got two moles working over there I know. <laughs> and as they, and I'm going to and as listen I'll, I'll even play what Victoria says hold on a personal it's business there you go uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> yes ma'am Victoria it's not personal it's business <laughs> it doesn't matter that you know he offed uh half the family or what was it he's good at this we're gonna hire him <laughs> yeah i mean seriously they know at the end that whatever their family problems is they deal with it right yeah. Yeah. but when it comes to newman business it's separate yeah it is you know and so for steffi to make this whole thing so personal it's like, y'all go clean that up on the outside. We still got a line to take care of. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I wasn't happy with her at all this week. I'm sorry. Um, and then what do you think about that whole conversation over at the Cliff House with Finn and Liam regarding Douglas? Because Douglas act like he didn't want to go back with Liam. He did. And, you know, um, <laughs> I don't know. Liam... Um, I Douglas is in a terrible position. This poor kid. I mean, for Liam to act all holier than thou whenever he's one of the ones that knew that Douglas saw Brooke kissing Deacon and they gaslit that kid. And so for them to be all holier than thou about what Thomas did, at the very least, Thomas told Douglas look, man, this woman, you know, he told him what the reason was. They literally, when they were doing it, there was no reason for it other than to keep Ridge from finding out that Brooke, you know, kissed Deacon and all the stuff that happened. There's a big difference in those two plot lines and how those came out. Um, And yes, it was, it was absolutely not right what Thomas did. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that. Um, and it's not right what he did with Douglas and that whole stupid app and all that. And he talked with his son openly about why. And so not that I agree with it, but it is different. It is a whole different situation. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I feel sorry for that poor boy because he's just, you know, I mean, he <laughs> lost his mom. They They even brought up the Caroline thing. Yep. Now, there's some rumors out there that 
Ridge is supposed to come back with somebody. I wish, okay, there's a couple of things that I wish would happen with that. I One is that I wish he would come back with Quinn. <laughs> yeah. The other is I wish he would come back with Caroline. What do you think, Keish? Yeah, I, I, I've always uh, hated that they killed Caroline off because mm-hmm. she was always a great character. Loved Caroline. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it'll be Caroline's mom. Yes, oh, I, I, yeah. Yes, no. She's um, she's gay, and she's no. Uh, well, no, I don't mean like romantic way. Maybe he oh, brings, oh, just bring her mom back. Just bring her back. Okay. Bring, yeah, brings her to town um, for for Douglas. Hmm, that's interesting. And she also is a Spencer, so that could play into the Spencer storyline too. Yeah. See, this this is what I don't understand. That boy is a a Forrester and a Spencer, but. Right. The Logans have him all entrenched. I I don't understand that. He Mm -hmm. got two sides of family that could rally around him. Mm -hmm. Well, Liam is a Spencer, so, uh, you know, but but it's still, I mean, I'm with you. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. That bothered me back when um, Hope was, you know, trying to step in as the role. Of, yeah. of, uh, with his mom and it's like what is why is Steffi not doing that as his right mom, why mm-hmm. is worse Taylor at as his grandmother so I hated that it was like they almost had them absent from Douglas's life yep and it was all about hope and her trying to you know get get custody or adopt him right prop up the Logans as the her- heroes right mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm yeah, so yeah, well, it like it's gonna be interesting. I want to see this lawsuit and this attorney that Thomas is supposed to be with, and um, yeah, that that storyline because I want to see how that happens. So between Devon getting trying to fight for his company, and then of course Thomas trying to fight for the five percent or whatever. That's mm-hmm. going to be interesting coming up. And we got February sweeps coming. So they Y'all, might use what? Something just crossed my mind. What's so that? if Thomas is supposed to come back with a lawyer and Thomas is a designer and on YNR Marchetti has designs and on YNR lawyer Heather is coming back. Could that be across? I mean, and I'm just saying this, I don't know this and they're probably not doing this, but it would be cool if Heather was the lawyer and all that crossover went on in in perpetuity with the fashion houses and everything and the mm-hmm. lawsuit and the the designs and all of that that could be such an incredible crossover story could be yeah, it could i mean it'd be nice hopefully the writers don't uh drop the ball <laughs> right oh there <laughs> is a i did see a crossover that they're talking about and that's sheila <sighs> Going yeah. over to Warren. City. Huh? Going over. Um, yeah, Sheila Carter returns to General City. That was posted yesterday. I know I saw something come across with that. That'll be fun to see. Yeah. Hold oh, on. I really wanted that scene at the cliff, but I guess I'm not going to get it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> is that is that too much? I never can tell. Yeah, it looked like it's going. They're setting the stage for Sheila to have a run in with Lauren. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah, that. but why is she? Oh, but then Lucy is in town. Oh, that's right. like, okay. So that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Cause that's her granddaughter. Yep. Where yeah. is Daisy? Where is Daisy? I thought Daisy is Daisy not dead. No, no. Was she, she in ran jail, off? Right? Was she in? Cause Daniel took Lucy, and she would. Did she go to jail, or was that the brother that went to jail? Yeah, Daisy. I don't remember. I thought one of Sheila's kids passed away. No, she's still alive. The infant that where she stole Lauren's baby, her baby did pass away. I thought it was one of her grown kids. I thought it was. I thought Ryder or Daisy passed away for some reason. Uh -uh. I don't remember that. We'll have to. I don't think they did. We'll have to look that up. I don't think they did die. Uh, I don't think, no, I don't think so either. I'm looking. I think at one of them was in jail, but I don't. I can't recall. I don't think it was because I think Ryder was actually trying to um, stop the evil. do the right thing when it came to Sheila and Daisy. I think you're right. I think he did change. And I thought for I thought Ryder got shot or so. I thought one of them like shot him or so. I don't know. Gosh, I can't recall. Yeah. Okay, to... so it, the last time she's really been on screen, Daisy, was in 2017. So, um, let's see, three months later, okay, this got something to do with Sharon. Daisy revealed that after Ricky threatened to make her disappear, she ran away and checked into Fairview. Daisy unrailed Ricky's death tried to convince the doctors to release her. Daisy then decided to... Wait a minute. She tried to overdose on pills, but it didn't work. Oh. And then Sheila checked her out of the mental institution. Michael had a signature. Michael had the signature analyzed to see if it was Sheila's handwriting. It came out inconclusive. The doctor released Daisy. Yeah, so she's on the run. She's missing. Okay. So she's not dead or anything. She's just out. Okay. Another dangling participle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it would. I. I honestly would like to see a writer Daisy fan, even though Lucy and that. That would be interesting with how they could put all that together. Yeah. Just for just for giggles. I agree. All right. Did we cover everything on bold? I believe so. I did yeah. Then you think Katie gonna say yes? No, she better not. I don't think she is. Mm-mm. I think they just left us with that cliffhanger just because. Yeah. But yeah. the fact, but here's the thing: Sheila's listening, and if I was Sheila, listening to that bill saying, "Hey, if you come back to me, I'll put her in prison." That should tell you something. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, I, I, I was watching that happen and I thought, and I still think that at some point while Katie is still there and still talking to Bill, I think Sheila's going to come in and be really, really vile. Oh yeah. She's going to put some death threats on the table next um, week. Wow. Some death threats. Mm-hmm. Mm. See, she'll never, she'll never be sane. I mean, this is such a vile character. She'll never, ever be a good person. She'll never do the right thing. She is 
an absolute textbook case of a psychopathic narcissistic character. And I, it's like, wow, man, this is crazy. Yeah. And and that's why I don't feel sorry for her because she, she asks people for forgiveness. Mm -mm. Um, She wonders why nobody wants to be bothered with her, but then she does things like death threats. Like, why are you still threatening to kill people? Right. So the interesting thing, because next week, Sheila is going to be, I guess, because she's going to really manipulate Taylor so much that Taylor is actually going to think that she may not be that different from Sheila. That's, that's, not, that's not good. So, and it's all because of, you know, the whole shooting thing. Now, should she have shot Bill? No. And this whole thing with her not being in her right mind, okay, I don't I don't ride with that because mm-hmm. Steffi told both her mom and her dad that she slept with Bill consensually. Yes. You chose to go out there because you feel in some kind of way about your daughter sleeping with her father in law that you had the anger and took it out on her on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, you know, this was the heat of passion. That she told y'all several times that me and Bill chose to sleep together. Right. And you decided to show up at his house and shoot him in the back. So she got to take some accountability for that one. But next week, it looks like, I guess, she's going to get in Taylor's head because of all of that. But then Brooke is going to be the one that is going to kind of wake her up and take her back into that, oh, it's not your fault you weren't in your right mind. Right. I hate you know, I hate the way that they consistently have, in recent years, made Taylor look like the most incompetent mm-hmm. therapist on the face of the earth. Uh-huh. Yep, I agree. Like, how do, you, how do you let somebody that you know is a narcissist and a maniac get in your head like that? Yeah. According to this, this, it says the women rehash the circumstances around the shooting, which gets Taylor's mind reeling. Sheila comes to visit Taylor and she gets into her head. Taylor seems to be very strong. She wants peace and harmony. And then Sheila says, we both shot somebody. And there is something that happens inside of Taylor at this moment. That's when Taylor starts to question what happened to her. Is there something bad inside of her? Could Sheila be right? Have she been living a lie all this time? That's ridiculous. Taylor was supposed to be in her 50s. Are you kidding me? Totally ridiculous. (laughs) Totally ridiculous. And y'all know how annoyed I was because we talked about this, I guess, a couple weeks ago with the whole shooting. Maybe it was last week or the week before. But, um, you know, I still, in my head, want to believe that Liam did it and Taylor was covering and he doesn't know because he was so messed up in the head. He doesn't remember um, because he was there and it all went down. It was a terrible fight. And um, I just wish that they would have the fact that Taylor saw it happen and then took the gun from Liam, sent Liam away and then admitted that she did it. And it's obviously that's not the case because they're going into this whole Thing where she's saying maybe she's right I did shoot the blah 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 why would you you know why would you do that if you didn't really shoot him so my hope is dashed but that's mm-hmm. what I was hoping yeah that, that would have been a good twist yeah and the crazy thing about it not only is she gonna get in, in Taylor's head but Taylor, they're gonna take Taylor to a dark place mm-hmm. that she gotta be pulled out of and that's where Brooke 
comes and supposedly saved the day. Uh, yep. The Logan's saving the day. This is so stupid. <laughs> like, they just need to have Taylor resign from being a doctor. Right. I'm not saying that doctors can't have, like, their own dark moments and, you know, depression or whatever the case. But to, again, to allow somebody that you know mm-hmm. has mental issues of their own, has a history of manipulation and being violent, X, Y, Z. Is a psychopath. Yeah, you you are really allowing that person to get in your head and make you think that you have a problem, right? You know, yeah. you can't see that you can't see the manipulation there. You shouldn't be talking to anybody about their mental health. <laughs> <laughs> like they just they just they just make her look like she is the the worst the worst doctor on earth. Well, and when her character first came about. You know, she was this brilliant doctor and yeah. all this great stuff. And now we have this and, and it, it happened over time, but what you can't tell me that the whole Ridge situation with Brooke caused her to fall into this mentally inept character. Um, I, I, I just don't, I can't, I just can't again. I just can't. Yeah. I feel like it was when they took her character down to like, where she would just show up for a few episodes every year. And then um, it was like when she would show up, she was this erratic, like, woman trying to get Ridge to come back to her. And this was before they, of course, before they switched over to Krista Allen and then led up to the, the whole shooting of Bill. So it was like they completely changed her character from, like you said, this, world-renowned doctor you know brilliant doctor into this woman that is just erratic and has all kinds of issues mm-hmm. just like they did with thomas and then you know suddenly all the characters are talking about how unstable she is and it's like taylor has never been unstable so suddenly you guys are making her this unstable woman who just can't take no for an answer from ridge and now who shoots somebody in the back Right. right. Like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So between both Brooke and Steffi is going to pull her out of this dark place. She's going to go into after having that conversation with Sheila. So, yeah, I agree with you on that, Keisha. They make this just it's like, how are you a therapist? You know, if you allow somebody like the likes of Sheila come in and get into your head. Yeah, and then also, why are you guys giving Sheila the time of day? When she shows up at your job or wherever she shows up at, why are you sitting there listening to her talk? Call security. (laughs) Yeah. In in Texas, you know, we we, we, we would carry, so. And this is another another example of why Sheila doesn't deserve any chances from anybody because she's purposely, she knows what she's doing. Absolutely. He's purposely trying to manipulate Taylor's mind and get in her head and make her feel like she's, you know, a bad person. Like she's doing that on purpose. She's not, it's not out of care or worry or anything other than to make her feel like crap. Yep. So, yep. All right. So, I think we covered everything. Correct. 
I believe we did. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and do our flip the script and taking some seats. So what you got for this week? Um, whoever want to go first. Keisha, I defer to you. Oh, okay. Um, so my my flip the script on YNR is I just wanted Daniel to fire Phyllis. And just, <laughs> and just be like, this is strike three. Like, this isn't working out already. We haven't even gotten started yet. And you're poking around and being a busybody in my business and stirring up drama. Like, we're, you're just going to have to take a seat on this. I'm sorry, but I can't do it. Um, and then my take a seat, Phyllis, because of her being a busybody this week. Mm -hmm. she did and then trying to gaslight Daniel and turn herself into a victim and make him feel bad for basically how he you know told her about herself right um, on Bolton and Beautiful my take a seat Bill again for being trying to be a gaslighter trying to make Katie feel guilty about um, not giving in to what he wanted because mm -hmm. she didn't take him back um and then my flip is I kind of wish when they were talking about um, the reactions to the Hope for the Future line, mm -hmm. when it, um, Eric and Zenday and all of them in the office talking about it, I kind of wish Zenday would have cited or would have came up with the idea to bring Thomas back himself. Because I feel like he is probably one of the ones in the family that can be a little neutral. Like there's been times where he's definitely talk bad about Thomas but there's also been times where I feel like he's kind of been on the the neutral side of things too mm -hmm. so I kind of wish he would have been like I you know I know Thomas did some crappy stuff but we really we kind of need him back mm -hmm. right yeah okay. um, go ahead then, yep no I think I'm done that's it okay what you got so my flip the script for Y&R is definitely the conversation where Summer was sitting on the arm of the chair and Diane and Jack were telling them that they were romantically involved. I really wish Summer would have gotten up and said everything that her mom said. Well, this is interesting because my mom said that you would do da 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 You've done all of it. Now y'all are together. I'm living here forced to be between you and my mother and this is disgusting and you're disgusting and I'm just done. <laughs> I wish you would have walked out. Um, my take a seat is for Kyle and Victor. Take a seat, mm -hmm. uh, sit down, get out of their business, other people's business. Stop this ridiculousness. Um, it's, I just, uh, just no, I can't. Um, and then I think I said, I can't three times today. I really can. <laughs> because I'm um, yes, I can. Um, and then my uh, my flip the script for Bold and the Beautiful is that um, someone would have in the areas where Sheila came at Brooke or came at Taylor or, you know, stepped up in front of Bill and started talking. That's where I really wish someone would have thrown some hands because that and I said this last week. Too, <laughs> saying this week. I, this, that those scenes deserve a Quinn slap Brooke moment when <laughs> Quinn slapped Brooke that time and knocked her to her knees um, at the Forrester house after Brooke slapped Shauna. That to me was the slap that will go down 
in infamy for soap opera history. Yes. That slap was harsh and deserved. And we need to see that with somebody doing that to Sheila, where they just knock her down. And um, my take a seat for Bold and the Beautiful is probably, um, gosh, I, I think Steffi and Hope need to take a seat. And I think Bill and Sheila need to take a, a couch in an office mm-hmm. with a therapist separately. <laughs> so that's what I got. Okay. So um, for my flip script for the young and the restless would have been Nikki. Just the moment she found out that mm-hmm. Diane and Jack had something to do with that Jeremy Stark earlier this week. Cause she had that conversation with Victoria on Monday. Yeah. She should have dropped the hammer on the both of them then. Mm-hmm. Yes. you know what I'm saying instead of oh yeah well and of course we're going to get the finality to that this Monday mm-hmm. but yeah I w- she should have jumped on that one that's a missed storyline right there yeah Um, and then to take a seat on the Young and the Restless I would say it would have to be Phyllis mm-hmm. Lily mm-hmm. Jill mm-hmm. And let's see, and Abby, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then on the bold and the beautiful, if I had to flip the script, um, Sheila should have left the moment she heard that Bill said, "Hey, if I take you back, Katie, uh, I'll put Sheila in prison." That would have been my cue to run. <laughs> go, <laughs> go to Deacon. Sorry, I'd be like, "This dude is going to sell me out to the highest bidder." <laughs> so what'd you say too funny yeah i would be like you know what this that that's what it'll be like that's what we're doing oh that's what you about to do if katie says yes you about to send me and put an orange jumpsuit on me like charlie was about to do to thomas okay <laughs> Remember, Charlie said that when he said that uh, Thomas said my name is on the building. Charlie said, "If you don't get out of here, your name is going to be on your orange jumpsuit." <laughs> <laughs> you know, when Charlie came in there acting all, uh, you know, tough, <laughs> man, Charlie. Wow, really? That was hilarious. I, I laughed. Laugh. That was that was good. Funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> and then um, to take a seat. For bowls for me, oh my God! A huge airport, uh, uh, airline seat is for Steffi. I did not have, and I already prepped. I told y'all ahead of time. Yep. yep. <laughs> Yesterday, did I was so you. over Steffi throwing her brother under the bus. I just did not like that at all, mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. all. Um, if I had to give, y'all already gave Bill and Sheila some seats. So, you know, and I think that's pretty much it if I had to give a seat to anybody else. So it was a good week. Yeah. 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 Looking forward to the rest of it, especially when Kyle get busted. I'm, oh my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yes. And at the same time, I, I hope when Jack busts Kyle, then Summer also busts him for lying. Yes, 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 yes. Kyle needs to fall. Yeah, he does. So so does Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's another flip the script. Come on, Adam, take over the company. And 
Right. Oh my gosh. They just need to leave Adam alone. Leave him, leave, leave my alone. boy alone. Okay, now here's a thought. What if all that goes down and Ashley comes back and Adam is there? And what if Ashley and Adam got together? For the what? Woman and the younger man scenario. No, that no, is no, like no, emphatic. That. No. <laughs> just no, a thought. Why, why you say no so harshly? I don't know. I just, I just don't. She can't stand this man, and this is the man that also made her miscarry. Oh, I, to go, oh, y'all. I forgot. I, I. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, I apologize. Yeah, I apologize to everybody. I'm sorry. I <laughs> forgot about that. I, if we could go back and erase that, I would. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I don't see Ashley getting back with Adam in this lifetime. Mm. I mean, unless the writers are just like an out of space in the Twilight Zone or something. Yeah, like <laughs> what they're doing with Billy and Chelsea. I mean, we didn't forget. We did not forget writers. We know what happened. Right. But um, I, I would say I would want to see Audra with Adam. Oh, really? Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that hookup. Number oh, one, they're yeah. both attractive. They're both feisty and spicy. She yeah. would be a great replacement over Sally since that Sally thing is over. Y'all, I, I, I was so sad about that. I'm over it now. But I really did want, I mean, Adam and Sally, that was that was supposed to be, in my opinion, the power couple. Um, and I honestly do think that Sally needs to have a conversation with Adam because, yeah. you know, for her to only tell Nick, but not the other guy that's part of this equation, because you know yeah. he's part of this equation. You need to have a conversation with Adam. You sure do. So, but if he's not the father and Nick and Sally go off into the sunset, Put that man with Audra. I would like. I would. I would love to see it. You know, I. I, I want to see it even if he is the father. <laughs> I love it. Yes. <laughs> what you say? What you say? Bring baby and all, huh? Mm-hmm. Too funny. Yeah. yeah, I could see that one. You know, and the fact that I don't because that whole Tucker thing. I don't know why she enjoys sleeping with Tucker, but okay. That y'all. That was like. You're giving in that easy. Push him away and walk out the door. Girl, because whatever he got, just like we say about Sheila and her yes. box, him and his sausage must be absolutely great. So <laughs> I guess it's platinum or something with a, a switch that, um, can we say the word vibrate on this show? I don't know. I don't know. Let's not go there. <laughs> That's why I said sausage. Yes. <laughs> on a platter it's just crazy when that when that scene was going on i was like no audra get up no 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 oh here we go man listen the way tucker was trying to seduce her by laying in her lap and massaging her leg and stuff what? she was it was over for her it, totally and that was so like man she's she's more into this guy than any of us knew like she is and when she well, has a romantic connection, she's just, she enjoys the, the, yeah. Y'all, when she sauntered back into that office and had that grin on her face and Nate's like, well, you look happy. And I, I'm like, well, yes, she looks happy. You don't know what just happened. <laughs> I want to say something crazy about back shots, but I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get banned from the internet. No, we really wouldn't, but this one. Y'all, <laughs> <laughs> this has been so fun. Yes, it As has. Always. 
as usual. So um, for the YouTube people who do get to hear this to the end, I'm going to try to figure out what's going on with the platform because we can't be, keep having that, especially when they want to join the conversation. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's hard if they can't hear us and mm -hmm. we can't hear you and it's muffled and I don't oh, know what's no. going on. And yeah, so we got, I got to get that figured out before next week. So and are you, anybody available next week? You work in uh, Quiche? Oh, uh, next week, next week. What is next? next I think February the third, fourth. Yeah, that's my work week. Okay. And I actually, yeah. Yeah, look, oh, at, yeah. I'm keeping up with your schedule. I'm like, I think it's around time for Keisha to be at work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, work weekend, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you work once a month, right, on the weekend? On the yeah, we had yeah, we do our one weekends a month. So yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll be, and I'll actually be out of town, working that weekend as well. Okay. Well, Trish, you available next week? I'm available next week, but the following week on the 11th, I will be with my husband um, at a beach house in Galveston. Um, we are celebrating his birthday. He'll be 60 and um, mm -hmm. so, uh, on Valentine's Day. So we're going to be at the beach house from the 10th to the third to the 13th. Um, celebrating his birthday because I have to go what back. Is to your, when is your birthday, Trish? I forgot. I think my birthday is December 28th. I just turned 56. Oh, that's right. You did just have yeah. a birthday. Okay, gotcha. I, I'm also going to be unavailable that following weekend as well. Oh, my God. I'll oh my still goodness. be out of town. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess, honestly, I could take my laptop to the Well, beach we'll house. figure it out. I'll let you know for sure. Yeah, just keep me posted. You know I will. So you're going to be gone the next two weekends, Keish. I will. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, you guys. It was a good show. Have a great week. Stay tuned for the spoilers for uh, the week of January 30th through February 3rd. Can you believe one month already gone for 2023? I cannot. I cannot. Lying. Look like we was just saying Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We were. Yeah. Now we're going into February. So, all right, you guys have a good weekend. I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we will welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.